Welcome to Positively Addicted by Elizabeth Matthew. The title of today's podcast is Abraham's Panic Attack. Hebrews chapter 11 talks of heroes of faith, both men and women. We know Abraham as the father of faith. We know Abraham as a man who stood tall in the department of faith by obeying God to the point that he was even willing to sacrifice his son Isaac. We know that God did amazing feats. God performed supernaturally through many people in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. In today's world, words like stress, anxiety, panic attack have become part of our daily conversation. When we read the Bible, many times we miss the signs and symptoms of a panic attack or an anxiety attack. Genesis chapter 15 is super interesting. It relates to us today in this world where we face so many struggles, so many situations which are beyond our control. Sometimes we have to face people who don't understand us or who are willing to stab us at the slightest prompting. Sometimes we don't understand about the future, or there might be a dimness about the future, a blurring or clarity of vision. In Genesis chapter 15, the chapter starts with God assuring Abraham confidently and boldly. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? Then Abraham said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars, if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Now, Genesis 15 starts off with God's assurance, of giving him the assurance that he is Abraham's shield and exceedingly great reward. We know that Abraham was childless at this point. He imagined Eliezer the Damascus of Damascus to be his Heir, meaning anyone born from Eliezer would be Abraham's heir. Abraham was thinking along those lines. But God broadened his vision, took him outside, told him to look up to heaven, count the stars if you are able to number them, and told him and promised him, so shall your descendants be. Now verse 6 says, And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Believing in the Lord brings about righteousness. Now then, interestingly, 
from verse 7 to 11 god tells abraham to offer sacrifices of different animals if you look at verse 12 onwards this is the subject of our topic today i have read this countless number of times over the years but i have never understood it as i do today now when the sun was going down a deep sleep fell upon abram and behold horror and great darkness fell upon him unquote when i look at the words horror and great darkness as a psychologist i can understand horror and great darkness is actually impending signs of a major panic attack a sense of doom a sense of gloom a strong feeling of dread or danger or foreboding sometimes even feeling feeling a fear of going mad or losing control or even dying feeling lightheaded dizzy sometimes trembling or shaking or sweating or pounding or racing of hearts sometimes even difficulty breathing it is a feeling of sudden intense fear or anxiety physical symptoms are based on a perceived threat it's a perceived threat rather than imminent danger now why am i going through all these symptoms because this is a panic attack what abraham went through at that time is a clear cut panic attack horror and great darkness fell upon him don't forget from verse 1 to 5 god is assuring him showing him visually the stars telling him that this is going to be the number of your descendants and verse 6 even says he believed in the lord he accounted it to him for righteousness and then you read in verse 13 then he said to abraham no certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years so as a result of this panic attack god actually speaks a prophecy to abraham about his descendants now remember this Abraham is at that point in time completely childless and yet God talks about his descendants that's how God works then in verse 14 and 15 he goes on to say about how the nation will come out with great possessions that is Israel and then in verse 15 now as for you you shall go to your fathers in peace you shall be buried at a good old age and then he goes on to, to verse 16 about the prophecy of the amorites but interestingly in verse 17 and it came to pass when the sun went down and it was dark and behold there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces of sacrifice and then again the lord made a covenant with abraham on the same day telling him all the ownership of the physical land of his children he keeps on talking about abraham's descendants despite the fact that abraham is childless at that point a panic attack can come in different forms and different seasons sometimes you can feel so overwhelmed you and i can feel so overwhelmed that we find that it is just 
a period or season of horror and darkness that we feel it could be for a few moments sometimes for a few hours sometimes for a few days david is known as a friend of god but in psalm 55 he speaks about his panic attack or his fears in psalm 55 verse 4 to 8 he says my heart is severely pained within me and the terrors of death have fallen upon me fearfulness and trembling have come upon me and horror has overwhelmed me he uses the same word that was used in the time of abraham so i said oh that i had wings like a dove i would fly away and be at rest indeed i would wander far off and remain in the wilderness i would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest don't we all feel like this when we have a panic attack to just fly away from our situation or from the people who have hurt us we just want to run away from the situation but if you look at it in psalm 55 and then if you look at david's life on the whole if you look at david's life you find that he had so many difficult situations he might have wished to escape these situations to be able to run away which he did in between in the face of king saul his enemy but yet many times in our panic attacks or in our difficult situations or in our anxious moments sometimes we are just not able in fact most times we are not able to run away from the situation we have to face it and we can only face it with god's abundant grace and peace now remember this abraham lived before the time of christ abraham lived thousands of years before the time of christ but here we today we live 2000 years after the resurrection of christ there is no excuse for us to dwell in our panic attacks panic attacks will come panic attacks will go definitely we are all human we will continue having panic attacks but to rise up out of those panic attacks by trusting in the lord rather than running away is the solution there is no other solution now i know that probably we have never thought of peter's denial of christ as a panic attack but i don't know when today when i read about the denial i was just thinking to myself well does this show signs of a panic attack to live in denial to not acknowledge the stress situation or not acknowledge the person whom we are very attached to and who's taken away from us and then we don't understand and then we start panicking well i don't know but i'm going to read matthew 26 verse 69 onwards remember this is a time when peter had cut the ear of one of the soldiers to protect jesus or to defend jesus and then jesus heals the man's ear and then jesus is arrested and taken by the pharisees and this is now peter doesn't know what's going to happen doesn't know why his savior has been taken he is completely in in disarray in confusion because jesus had mentioned about building the kingdom of israel so they kept looking at a physical king so in this circumstances if you look at verse 69 onwards now peter sat outside in the courtyard and a servant girl came to him saying you also were with jesus of galilee 
but he denied it before them all saying i do not know what you are saying hmm and when he had gone out to the gateway another girl saw him and said to those who were there this fellow also was with jesus of nazareth but again he denied it with an oath i do not know the man and a little later those who stood by came up and said to peter surely you also are one of them for your speech betrays you then he began to curse and swear saying i do not know the man immediately a rooster crowed and peter remembered the word of jesus who had said to him before the rooster crows you will deny me three times so he went out and wept bitterly now this is one of the saddest moments in the bible it is jesus had already warned him that this was going to happen jesus had prepared him for a time like this but when we look at it for us he has utterly failed peter has utterly failed he curses and swears and denies the situation or denies even jesus himself and he doesn't even mention the name jesus he keeps calling him the man he distances himself from the very man that he was <coughs> walking with talking with having fellowship with whom he saw did amazing miracles who fed the multitudes he saw all this even raising the little girl from death to life the son of the widow of nain raising him from death to life peter was a direct witness of all these happenings and yet he says i do not know the man it's such a it's such a sense of you know hypocrisy or a sense of such hopelessness that he says i do not know the man but then again we wonder i mean i'm wondering is it a panic attack he didn't understand what was going to happen he saw the physical situation jesus the one whom he thought was the king of israel and was going to establish his kingdom is being arrested and already taken away and now he is there wondering okay what's happening these past 3 and a half years was it all for nothing did i believe right maybe he doubted himself and most important he doubted jesus but interestingly god looks at our panic attacks in a very different way he looks at it in a very different way way if you look at joshua chapter 1 joshua is supposed to be the big commander the leader after moses what an amazing coveted position but yet he also god had to keep on assuring and assuring and assure be courageous joshua you can do this so god has to keep on affirming and confirming his presence with us through his word and through the holy spirit we look at peter's utter uh, we look at peter's denial as his utter failure right but jesus fills him with the holy spirit in acts chapter 2 and be he becomes a totally different man he comes to the point of even the willingness to die for jesus because once the holy spirit comes in us we are better able to handle our situations our difficulties our panic attacks as i go into prayer you and i both experience panic attacks there's no doubt about it let's face it over different situations you might be the strongest believer in this world but 
if abraham could go through a panic attack i'm i believe me you and i can easily go through panic attacks we may not understand about the future we may not be able to control things that are happening around us everything is beyond us you might be going through a period of season of doom and gloom whatever it is remember that god's vision and prophecy about each one of us it will come true it has to come true even though we walk through the valley of shadow of death we will not fear any evil no matter what you and i are going through all of us going are going through different situations in different forms in different areas of our lives but we are definitely going through something which is beyond our control so why don't we surrender it to jesus because he is the one who came to tell us fear not i am with you he is the one who has been comforting us he keeps telling us to come to him come to him do not be afraid he is always assured us in his word do not be afraid the more we read his word the more comforted we are the more we are able to resolve our panic attacks our sense of doubts and have more clarity about our futures shall we pray heavenly father i thank you so much for your precious word that each time when we read it we seem to understand more and more in depth thank you lord that we understand that even if abraham was the father of faith there was a season in his life of a panic attack of horror and great darkness even if david was your friend yet he had his own share of panic attacks Thank you Jesus for showing us that you love us beyond human understanding that you comfort us during all these difficult moments help us to be at peace and calm within ourselves knowing that you are there for us you will never leave us or forsake us Thank you Jesus for dying on that cross for us for the power of resurrection for rising from the dead and showing us that it is possible to live a resurrected life not a dead life Thank you Jesus for each of my listeners I pray for each one of them I may not know them but you know them you know each of one of them by name by every detail of their life you know I pray that you lead each one amazingly abundantly beyond their human capacity beyond their human resources so that they know and they believe in Jesus the son of the living God the only true God who died on that cross for everybody Thank you Jesus for your love and assurance in Jesus mighty name we pray Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for joining me today. See you soon. If you want to send me an email, you're welcome to do so. My email address is y a h w e h l i v e s two at gmail dot com. That's Yahweh lives two at gmail dot com. Take care. Bye bye.